What up, what up, what up, ladies and gentlemen, everybody, boys and girls and family and friends and loved ones, saints and ain'ts, everybody. I'm talking to everybody. This is Willie G. Berry. This is Transparent Tuesday. And I just want to tell you, thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. If you want to support, and it's just because you feel led to, not because I'm forcing you, I'm not forcing nobody's hand. Give liberally, amen. If you feel led to give, go to dollar sign Willie G. Berry. That's W I L L I E G B E R R Y. You're going to see an emblem that has a G, has a berry in it. Hence, G. Berry, baby. Abide, be fruitful, show love. The purpose of this podcast is to open up about my personal life, talk about popular culture, talking about certain things in the hip hop realm, and just talking about everyday life. Even if you're not a hip hop head like I am, this is applicable and this applies to everyday life. And also too, man, we all need healing. There's also like everybody in this walk of life. We have flaws, we have shortcomings, we have differences, we have opinions, but there's always a heart transformation that God wants to do through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The only way, the only truth, and the only life. So with that being said, I'm not here to like <laughs> I'm not here to build a barrier. I'm here to build a bridge between every walk of life to encourage the body of Christ, to exhort them, to comfort them, to edify them, that they could be sturdy and strong, to continue to fight the good fight of faith, and also to the non-believer too, to open up a conversation with y'all. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your opinions. I want to hear your questions. Even if you're not in agreement with anything that I'm saying, I'm here to build a bridge. Amen. So that being said, uh, for starters, man, man, I got off to a pretty good start. You know, like I usually do wake up like around 10 till six, got on the prayer line and just coming together with my Shore Foundation family. That's 1650 Chambers Road, Aurora, Colorado. I thank God for my family. I thank God for my pastors, my my apostle, Anthony Wilson, for Pastor Joe. If it wasn't for Pastor Joe, I wouldn't even be at Sure Foundation the summer of 2019, going to East Hamden, the Church of Nazarene, and seeing him minister. And it just drew me. The Spirit of the Lord drew me. And now I'm planted. I'm being honed. I'm being sharpened. I'm being corrected. I'm being directed. I'm held accountable. And I love my family, the Robinsons. I, I'll be remiss if I don't mention the Robinsons. And there's so many other specific families in Sure Foundation. So I just thank God for my Sure Foundation family. But anyway, yeah, man, you know, we went on there six in the morning like we usually do. We prayed, we interceded, loved on one another, and we just touched and agreed in the spirit and kept it pushing. Got got my stretches in because even though I'm, I'm, I'm a youngster, I'm only 30, you know what I'm saying? I got to make sure I'm still consistent with all that I'm called to do, amen? So got stretched out, you know what I mean? Got 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 my, my limbs moving, went for my walk, feeling good, feeling refreshed, got myself something to eat. And today, y'all, we're going to talk about a song that's very, very controversial that I don't really hear nobody talking about in the hip hop culture. And as a believer from a Christian standpoint, as led by Holy Spirit, according to the word of God, there's a song called God Did. It's a whole entire album, but specifically, we're going to be talking about the song God Did. But before we get into all of that, here's a word from our sponsor. All right, y'all. So I'm going to do some groundwork. 
Before I get into this song by DJ Khaled called God Did, I want to make this blatantly clear. I'm not here for clout. I'm here because I'm a Berean. And they're mentioning my God. They're specifically making references to my God. And I will be straight up honest. I ain't going to sugarcoat it. It's blasphemy. Blasphemy in the Greek means turning good evil and evil good it's it's just mixed it's warped it's distorted and it's not true biblically so i'm gonna go ahead and put that out there right now i'm gonna let you struggle with that i'm gonna let you process that in the meantime this is transparent tuesday so i would be remiss if i didn't open up myself about my personal struggles right so here's the thing when i was in the fifth grade I fell in love with hip hop. And I'm not gonna say a whole lot because I don't wanna put this individual on the spot and I'm not gonna say their name either. But what I will say is, is that I learned about a specific subject through hip hop. And the minute I heard it, it opened my eyes because I didn't know that you can articulate how you feel and, and, and actually give your opinion based on song formation. I didn't know you can do that. I really didn't know. I was so hooked on Motown, Marvin Gaye. I was so hooked on The Temptations. I was hooked on Aretha Franklin. I was hooked on the oldies, the rhythm and blues that is immediately stemmed from gospel music. (laughs) Everything in music, it all stems and it goes back to gospel music. Even back in the days, like Chess Records, you had Muddy Waters, you had Howlin' Wolf. Man, one of my favorite singers is Sam Cooke. He started gospel in the gospel circuit, but there was no accountability. That's a whole another horse of another color and a whole different other Transparent Tuesday. But what I want to say also, too, moving forward, you know, I, uh, I fell in love with hip hop and I had a moment when I was in the classroom and they played something and I was real quiet. So when I said something, everybody listened. I said, hold on, wait a minute, play that back. And they played it back. They played the specific track back. And then I was able to keep up with the same exact cadence in real time with the song. Right then and there in fifth grade, I realized this is a gift from God. And I proceeded with it. I started studying artists in fifth grade, 2003. Yeah, yeah, like 2003, that's when 50 Cent came out. And man, I, I was in love with his authenticity, his truthfulness, and how he didn't swerve from being brutally honest with himself and how confident and comfortable in his own skin he was. I was like, yep, this is a real one. Yep, I'm rocking with 50 Cent. And I was in that G-Unit wave and just going crazy with it, right? Sixth grade comes along, poetry is hitting. Now, let me backtrack real quick. And this is also a time where I was sexually abused. I was hurt. I was confused. At five years old, I had so many questions about God because I felt so alone and so abandoned and so hurt and so heartbroken. And full circle, as time went on, when I was eight years old, my sister and my sister's husband, who I consider a brother, not just my sister's husband, that is family. He's blood. He has my back. He corrected me and directed me just as a father should. And I went up to Yosemite and uh, we're in the sanctuary and there are three people. There's one person with a knife, one person with a gun, other person had a blunt and they all shared their testimony. All three of them, all three of them have a piece of my testimony, which I would love to share with y'all here pretty soon. 
But again, this is Transparent Tuesday. We don't sugarcoat. We keep it honest. We keep it real. You need to know that God is real. You need to know that God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. You need to know what he has done in my life so that way it could transfer to you and you could take into consideration, wait a minute, Jesus is real. Let me put him to the test. So I digress. Sixth grade comes along. Still quiet, but I'm still coming out of my shell. I'm getting out of my comfort zone in Salinas, California, Laurelwood at the time. And I learned about poetry. And then that's when my love for for Tupac came in. I started studying him. I was doing research on him. I did a whole report on Tupac Amaro Shakur, Lashane Parrish, also back in the day called MC New York. Look it up. Look it up. So I I did my research on him and I was just captivated with his conviction. So yeah, you had 50 Cent, who was authentic, true, honest, real, really cut from that cloth. But you had Tupac, who was convicting. And he was so true to his convictions, he would have broke political barriers if he was still alive. He would have set up um, structures and planted different organizations to impact change in the black community. That's why I respected him. Not just the whole thug life that, you know, that was definitely a part of it because, you know, you being young, you're vain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thug life. I want to be tough. I want to be cool. Had a mom. Still have a mom. Had a dad. Still have a dad by the grace of God. But the outside sources, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life was such a heavy influence on your boy. You see what I'm saying? So I say all that to say this. When I speak about DJ Khaled, when I speak about Lil Wayne, when I speak about Rick Ross, when I speak about Jay-Z, I'm not coming from a place of condemning them. Only God can judge them. However, what I will say is this, is that we're still held accountable. God has a standard. When you go to your job, there's a standard. There's OSHA standards when you go into a kitchen. There, there is checks and balances. And there's no different between the kingdom of God. We can't be so subjective and just, well, you know what? I want to make God to be this and I'm going to live my life. And don't judge me. Don't come for me. I didn't send for you. No, no. If I love you, I'll correct you. If I love you, I'm going to call you out. If you have a child You're not going to just allow the child to just blindly walk across the street when there's ongoing traffic. No, you're going to snatch that child out and you're going to bring them back to your embrace. You're going to be scared. You're going to be concerned. You're going to be worried. There's things that you see as a parent for your child that they don't see yet. And they're going to kick against the pricks because they come from you. And it's going to be a battle because a part of you is in them. So you have to deny yourself in order for you to be the example for that child. And the same thing goes for hip hop. The biggest thing with hip hop in general, there's no checks and balances. I'm speaking specifically for Christian hip hop um, to a certain degree. Now, there is checks and balances, but... There is also this notion that, well, you could just do what you want to do. And again, that's the spirit of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. This whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Don't let nobody deceive you today. That's the God on his truth. So now that I laid that foundation, this is what we're going to do. Everything that I'm saying to you, you can look it up on this specific website called Genius.com. And I'm going to back up here. Genius.com. That's G-E-N-I-U-S dot C-O-M. 
And I just literally looked up DJ Khaled. God did. So Lil Wayne was a huge, huge influence to me lyrically. And at the time in 2008, I was all judgmental because I'm like, ugh. And a big part of me was jealous at the time. Keyword was jealous. Nowadays, I see gentlemen who are signed under contract and bound to conforming to continuing to make money. And the truth of the matter is, I know the ingredients to make it in the music industry. All you got to do is have a catchy hook. And when you have a catchy hook, it'll psychologically reel the listener in. And by reeling the listener in, that's going to be the song that's stuck in the person's head. I'm so musical. There are times I'll be at my job and I'll start singing a song because it comes to me. And then guess what happens? It catches on. Then all of a sudden, the person that's right across from me that's serving while I'm cooking in the back, they start singing it. Then all of a sudden, the person that's walking past the person that's serving after I said the song to them, they start singing it. Do you see where I'm getting here? God did. My question specifically to DJ Khaled, specifically to Rick Ross, specifically to Lil Wayne, and specifically to Jay-Z, what did God do? Listen here. I'm going to start with DJ Khaled as I'm on Genius.com. I'm not going to pick through everything. When you have quality time, you can go to Genius.com and look up DJ Khaled because they give you all the references that that they're speaking of. Like right now, I'm going to DJ Khaled and there's a part, you know, he says, it breaks my heart. They ain't believing us. We the best music. They played themselves. I'm clicking on it. So there's a popular quote from DJ Khaled that gained traction as an internet meme since 2016. It says, congratulations, you played yourself. A lot of these references I make reference to because it's pretty hilarious. And DJ Khaled is a very likable person. Uh, from the outside looking in, I think he's hilarious. But from DJ Khaled to Rick Ross, who personally is not one of my favorites. He, I don't really care for him from a music standpoint to Lil Wayne again a lyrical trendsetter and he set some trends that's not exactly good and then you got Jay-Z who I respect from a business standpoint but blatantly just blasphemy everything they're saying and you could look it up has everything to do with vainglory they're not talking about what God did they're not talking about how God sent his son to die on the cross for our sins and that you have the liberty. You don't have to be bound to your current situation. You don't have to be bound. And what I mean to your current situation is your mindset. God came so that way you can have life. You can be liberated mentally. You could be liberated spiritually and you can be free to serve him. Everything, everything is being mentioned here is only vainglory, boasting and bragging on how far they come. And then they want to stamp the name of Jesus on it. They want to stamp the name of God saying, God did it. Do you see the subtlety here? <laughs> While you hating and being jealous, you could be over here embracing that love, more love, more blessings, more life. So they're implying, well, instead of you being an outside spectator, you can come on this side because God did. No, God didn't do that. With anything and everything, with consistency, 
preparation, having a team behind you, and working towards a goal, ladies and gentlemen, you can get it. Being consistent, having a team behind you, having the financial backing and some investor to come behind you to finance you, signing those contracts because now you're indebted to them. There's so much checks and balances here that it's unbelievable. Jay-Z is the top dog. Anybody and everybody in the music industry knows that. He's the top dog. So he goes last, of course, because he's the icing on the cake. And then who's going to go second to last other than Lil Wayne? Because he's putting emphasis on the fact that he's a trendsetter. You got the little pumps, the little Uzi Verts. Lil Wayne started all that. Dreadlocks, face tax. I'm the apex. I'm the top dog. And then second to last or second to the first verse, you got Rick Ross. So notice that the last person is the main person. They have the longest verse throughout the whole entire song. And all Jay-Z is doing, I'm going to start with Jay-Z. All Jay-Z is doing is talking about himself and what he did and how he got to where he is. And again, the subtle message they're pushing is, just come to our side because God did. Look at what I did, but but God did when God didn't do none of that. So again, genius.com, look it up for yourself. You got all the references and the utter blasphemy of him saying God or Hove did. Yeah, that's a double entendre. He's saying that I did this. And here's the scary part. King Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel, he was boasting and braggadocious. And at the time, he was the richest man. He was ruler. They they had the Jews captive. And he said to himself, look at all the marvelous works that my hand has done. Nah, bruh. I'm sorry, Mr. Sean Carter. I respect you. It's from a lyrical standpoint. I respect you from a business standpoint to a certain degree. But all you're talking about is self-preservation. You are glorifying yourself. Has nothing to do with God and his best offer through Jesus Christ and actually being in genuine, wholehearted, truthful relationship with him. Nothing. There's nothing that leads down to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put a lot of people on. That's cool. But to be honest with you, Mr. Carter, I'm not impressed because it doesn't have anything to do with God and his son, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, Jehovah, Jehovah. That's blasphemy. That's blasphemy. Again, I don't want what you have. I I really don't want anything what you have, but I am exposing the truth, though, and I will be respectful. I'm not going to be over here talking about you. You're you're going to hell. Nah, God doesn't desire for any to perish. Let me let me kill that narrative. <laughs> nah, he's long suffering towards us. So my prayer specifically for Jay-Z is that the goodness of God will lead him to genuine, truthful, authentic repentance. Turning a 180 and forsaking all that you have to follow Jesus. And allowing God to be the determining factor and to be the author and to drive the car as to how he wants that to look like and not what popular culture wants to impose of what they think it should look like. That's my prayer for Jay-Z. 
So second to last, Lil Wayne. Again, I want to make this clear. Lil Wayne's wordplay is stupid. Man, it is so good from a lyrical standpoint. I'm a lyricist. I'm an MC. I'm a rapper. But first, I'm a bond servant to the Lord Jesus Christ. But yeah, sky is the limit every day I reach. They was tired of me winning. Now they're dead asleep. What does that have to do with God? What does that have to do with God's best offer through Jesus Christ and salvation to all, to whosoever believes? Yes, black people. Yes, white people. Yes, Asian people. Yes, Pacific Islander people. Yes, every single continent on the face of this earth. If you confess out of your mouth the Lord Jesus, that he's the owner, he's the master, not your wishes, not your desires, not what you want to go after and then stamping the name of God to justify means to get what you want. No, you allow God to be the person that determines that. That has nothing to do with God. Nothing. Nothing to do with scripture. Nothing to do with Holy Spirit. And I'm here to say, and I'll be bold with it. God does not approve of this message. God didn't do none of this stuff that they're talking about. God did his thing when he made me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're, you're right to a certain degree, but your motive is wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works that he foreordained for you to walk in, not for you to tell God to follow you into what you want to do. Do you see how subtle that is? Again. You might be listening to this the same, man, he's going on, man, he's, you're being, you're being judgmental, Willie. No, God has a standard and I'm not compromising. I could have made it in the music industry a long time ago. Fun fact. I'm again, I know the ingredients. You be consistent. You continue to do whatever is told because the music industry, like the kingdom of, of Satan replicates the kingdom of God. All they're doing is following a chain of commands. <laughs> They're following a chain of commands. And by following that chain of commands, by contracts, now you got masters, you got you got slaves who are signing the contract in order for their own selfish ambition to be on the main stage. There's certain people that just want to be famous. They just want a name. They just want a reputation. To, oh, look what I did. Other people, they love power. They don't care about being behind closed doors, behind the scenes, because they're the ones that's moving everything i see jay-z is the one moving everything little wayne in his way he's moving everything but he's subject to jay everybody worships jay-z let's just call it for what it really is oh my gosh do you hear what he said because the truth is is you just want what he has you just want to be where he's at i want to be like jay-z because you want what he has i want to be like Lil wayne because you want what he has to whoever likes Rick Ross, I want to be like Rick Ross because you want what he has. And they're implying that, man, instead of hating, quote unquote, embrace that love, embrace those blessings, which has nothing to do with God's blessing. God does not bless something that is blasphemy and that is contrary to his best offer, i.e. his will. No. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I gave you guys a lot to chew on. So, again, this is not a place to be a barrier. This is a place to be a bridge. I actually do want to hear your opinions. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your feelings. 
because again according to the word of god and i and i'm going to take it a step further you hit me up and i will use scripture to back up what i'm saying right now i'm just going i'm flowing with holy spirit but you need to understand the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, which is called the spirit of the world, is running rapid. You going after what you want and just getting it how you live is not enough. It's not enough. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, so that way you could actually have a genuine, fulfilling relationship with godliness and contentment. Not going after anything and everybody just for your own vain glory. These men are just men. Talented and very gifted men. I give them that. Definitely they are. But they're just men. And God sets a standard where he brings Jesus into the fix. And he shows mankind that no matter how rich you are, or how poor you are, one day you're gonna die. And then before you make the transition from life to death, everybody's gotta give an account to God because it's appointed unto man to die and then the judgment. Every man's gonna be judged by their deeds. So if you confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have life eternally. Now, while you're living, your job is to be held accountable, yes, to an ecclesia, the called out ones who are called out of darkness and to his marvelous light. And for you to be trained through challenging your biases, challenging your flaws, challenging everything that you thought and you deemed to be good. And going into the word of God and reconciling and wrestling with God until you can come and accept God's reality. All this is illusion, y'all. All this is a facade. All of this is vainglory. And God does not approve of this song. I'm here to tell you. So I come sincerely. I come humbly. And again, I want to hear your input. Again, even if you disagree with me, even if you don't like what I said, and even if you're angry with me, I still want to hear your input. So hit me up, y'all. Lastly, to the ecclesia, God's church, his bride, who are called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Fight the good fight of faith. You need to deny yourself. You need to lose sight of yourself. I'm challenging you to deny yourself. You know what you got to do. Choose today what you have. Yesterday was history. Tomorrow's a mystery, but today's a gift. Live in today and be obedient to what Holy Spirit's telling you to do. This is Willie G. Berry. I thank you for your time. Go forth, make it a great day, and God bless you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, word was God, is God, none above God, man I love God, he was tempted above measure but yet without sin so the son of man is unflawed, Godhead manifested in the flesh, gave life through your undeserving death, heavy load took the stress from my chest, anything that wasn't right he told it move to the left. I was wretched, never thought that you would want me Then I realized in your image you have made me Then I found out you are living and you love me It resonated in your dying, you have saved me Living water medication, light of my world, rock of my salvation I can call in advance, I ain't talking reservations Found out you're a rock, you're a sure foundation Never promise that you won't cry, but promise me that I won't die Stay low in the presence of the most high And that is the very reason why I love your word It's only through you I live, move, and have my being I love your word Through the blood of the Lamb, word of my testimony I love your word Have I hidden mine heart that I might not sin against thee? I love your word Word, word Yeah I love your word Full armor of God, praying with my sword I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord We are more than a conqueror, victorious in war Full armor of God, praying with my sword I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord We are more than a conqueror, victorious in war Cause the weapons of our warfare are not carnal But they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds Casting down imaginations and every high thing against God knowledge We go hard for J-E-S-U-S Crucified with Christ so I live the rest Of my life by the faith of the Son of man, let me break it down so you can understand We are new creatures, don't live in the past We give him the praise, we don't do this for cash Renew our minds so our flesh we don't cast We fast and we pray so we stay and we last You never promised that I won't cry But he promised that I won't die I stay low cause I'm in the presence of the most high And that is the very reason why I love your word It's only through you I live, move and have my being I love your word through the blood of the Lamb, word of my testimony I love your word Have I hidden mine heart that I might not sin against thee? I love your word, word, word Yeah, I love your word It's only through you I live, move, and have my being I love your word Through the blood of the Lamb, word of my testimony I love your word Have I hidden mine heart that I might not sin against thee? I love your word Word, word, yeah, I love your word Nothing on earth can compare to you My love and my heart I do share with you The moral of the story is You can cast all your cares upon him Cause he cares for you You never promised that I won't cry But you promised that I won't die I stay low cause I'm in the presence of the most high And that is the very reason why I love your word Listen, God's a healer. God's a transformer. As the old saints would say, he's a mind regulator. He's a heart changer. And this is my single word. I am promoting the word of God. And I am honored and grateful to say that this is my single that he graced me with. Check it out, y'all. Tell me what y'all think. 
You can go on Apple, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. My single is available everywhere. You could stream it on Spotify. You could listen to it. You can even purchase it. It's only $1.99. Man, you can get something over at Mickey D's for $1.99. You can get anything everywhere. How much more should you be promoting and how much more should you be uh, investing into the word of God? Not for my name's sake, because whatever I get, I'm going to use it to glorify God through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God and is God. There's none above God. Man, I love God. Real talk. So go check that single out. I really, really would appreciate it. Again, for the glory of God to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you very much.